everybody and welcome back to the summer of movies and today we are talking about fear street part one 1994 a part of the fear street trilogy they're all netflix original films and i highly suggest them because the first one was really good um the second one comes out this friday and the third next friday and i'll review those as they come out but for now part one part one starts off with a mass murder of this guy who seems not in his right head that's our first, like, clue to everything. So then we start finding out about this witch who died in 1666. Um, and she made a sacrifice. She And there's, like, in this old, like, nursery rhyme. She cut off her hand to, like, keep her grip on the land. And, like, now she possesses people and causes them to go on mass murdering sprees. Now, all of these mass murderers have died. So, yeah. Um, and now we're following a group of teenagers, um, um, her brother, the, the main character's brother, he believes in all this conspiracy shit with the witch. Then there's, uh, two others, one's, um, a drug hustler, and the other's her friend, and then there's the ex-girlfriend of the main character. Um, they're good together, I guess. Like, I wasn't really paying attention to the romance because I just wanted to see shit get fucked up and then leave. But, you know, it was alright, I guess. The characters, I, I didn't, I didn't really mind them. Like, they weren't, like, normal horror movie stupid. They were actually smart. Like, on one scene, the, because they find out that, um, the killers are, like, invincible. And... Um, she takes a cop's gun. <laughs> and I was like, okay, they're actually fucking smart. Nice play. But yeah, so they're good characters. I enjoyed watching them. And so now, basically for an hour, they're trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is happening? Why are they going after her? And then they find out that the ex-girlfriend disturbed the grave of the witch. So now they're sending killers after her. And, yeah, that's basically the main thing. So, now they're, like, they found out that the killers are invincible, like I said. So now they're like, alright, how the fuck do we kill them? Do we just gotta completely obliterate them? So they're like, alright, so why don't we lower them in and then blow them to fucking pieces? They do that shit, <laughs> they fucking go together again. So, um, yeah. So they're invincible, they have no idea how to stop it. So they're looking through old newspapers, um, trying to find out, like, if any of the other mass murders, anyone survived, and they find one. Um, back in 1978, I believe, um, there was a killing at this camp, and they find out that one of the survivors only survived because she died, but she got revived. So they're like, all right, so we have to kill you, then bring you back to life, and then they'll go away. Which is, honestly, I thought that was pretty clever. Because these fucking killers are relentless. One of them is just a normal teenager. One of them is the killer from the camp. And the other is this bitch in the 50s who killed her boyfriend and some other people. <laughs> I don't know, she wasn't that scary. But the other two were alright decently. Um, the character designs are nice for the killers. So, they're fine there. They're not that scary, they're not, but they seem like, but they're, like, normal, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, like, that makes it more unsettling, like, they're normal people, they're dressed in normal clothing. 
Um, so now they're like, all right, so they have their final stand in a supermarket. And you know how I said that one of the main characters is a drug hustler. She says, all right, you have to overdose on these drugs. Take these at these specific times to overdose. Then we can bring you back to life with an EpiPen. Okay. I guess. I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> but, um, so now they're, like, trying to lower the killers everywhere. And it's really good. It's, uh, it really keeps you, like, okay, what the who, who the fuck's gonna die? Because someone has to die. They're not gonna get out of this without killing anyone. And they actually went further than I expected. The drug hustler and her friend get killed. Um, which I was like, fuck. So now it just leaves the ex-girlfriend, the main character, and her brother. So, um, the main character drowns the ex-girlfriend and brings her back to life. And now they're gone. End of movie, right? No. <laughs> um, I was actually confused because I was like, yeah, I want to learn more about these characters. And the next one I know is called 1978. So I was like, really? I was like... The fuck, how are they going to end it here? But it turns out it's not over. So, turns out the ex-girlfriend is now one of the possessed ones. And now she's uh, trying to kill the main character. And I was like, damn. Fuck. This is going to be bad. And it turns out she's tied her up with a fucking telephone and said, alright, we got to find what happens. So then they get a call from the survivor of the camp. And she's like, this is not over, you know, this and this is going to happen, whatever. And they're like, all right, so we have to go to her. And then the movie ends there. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So all in all, this movie is really solid. I'm going to have to give it an 8 out of 10, I say. Really solid. The characters are actually smart, unlike some horror movies. And I really enjoyed it. The blood was on point, which I thought was going to be the worst part of it. But yeah, it's all there. I highly suggest watching this movie, and I will see you guys next week for... I will review Fear Street Part 2 next week, and Black Widow if I see it this, week, see it this weekend. I will see you guys then.